podcasts from the Cochrane Library, the latest evidence for healthcare decision-making. Hello, I'm Mike Clark, podcast editor for the Cochrane Library. Osteoarthritis is the commonest type of arthritis, and there were Cochrane reviews for many interventions that might be used to treat it. These were added to in October 2022 with a new review of the effects of using adjunctive therapies along with land-based exercise therapy for osteoarthritis of the hip or knee. In this podcast, I'm pleased to speak with lead author Helen French from the Royal College of Surgeons in Ireland about the importance of the review and its findings. Hello, Helen. Perhaps you could begin by telling us a little more about osteoarthritis. Yeah. Hello, Mike. Thanks very much for giving me a chance to talk about this review. So osteoarthritis is a type of arthritis often described as a degenerative arthritis, as opposed to an inflammatory arthritis such as rheumatoid arthritis. It is the most common type of arthritis and one in 10 of the world's population aged over 60 years has the condition. It most commonly affects the knee, hip and hand joints, but it can affect other joints in the body. And the most significant symptom is pain, which can affect everyday function and activities. So things like walking, going up and down stairs and participating in hobbies, physical activity, sports, work and just everyday life. Um, That pain can also be present at night, so it affects sleep. And really, all in all, osteoarthritis can negatively affect an individual's quality of life and really just their ability to live their best life. Thanks. So it's clearly important to find effective therapies for it. And you've looked at ones called adjunctive therapies in the Cochrane Review. What are they? Yeah, so adjunctive therapies are therapies used alongside core or first-line treatments. And core or first-line treatments are things like um, exercise therapy and education. So specifically for this review, we really were looking at exercise as the core therapy. Now, adjunctive therapies can include things like manual or hands-on therapy, psychological therapies, acupuncture, use of things like heat and cold therapies. Now, we could consider drug therapies and supplements such as glucosamine to be adjunctive therapies, but we didn't specifically include these in this review. So moving on to the review, tell us a little bit more about why it was important to do it. Yeah, so there have been other Cochrane reviews done um, for osteoarthritis, and we know from those reviews that exercise for knee or hip osteoarthritis reduces pain and increases physical function. And exercise therapy is now widely recommended as a core or first-line treatment. There've also been numerous Cochrane reviews of the adjunctive therapies we were interested in, such as heat, cold, TENS, which is transcutaneous electrical nerve stimulation um, or ultrasound. But these were tested as standalone therapies. And in reality, they're rarely given on their own. So usually they will be used in conjunction with the first-line treatment, such as exercise therapy. We really want to focus on the added benefits when these therapies are used alongside exercise therapy. And we focused on land-based exercise therapy for hip or knee osteoarthritis. And land-based exercise therapy is exercise on land as opposed to exercise in the water. How much research did you find and did it contain the evidence you needed then? There was a lot of research out there. So we identified 62 trials with just over 6,500 participants across 24 countries. 
of those, one of them included people with either knee or hip osteoarthritis. One included only people with hip osteoarthritis. So the other 60 were limited to people with knee osteoarthritis. So an awful lot more evidence on knee osteoarthritis. Nearly all of the studies focused on outcomes such as pain and physical function. And most measured outcomes just after treatment finished or up to six months. So few measured how participants were doing kind of after six months or even up to 12 months later. And this is important to know for a chronic disease such as osteoarthritis. So there sounds like a fair amount of research out there. How good was it? Quality varied across the trials and that affects the certainty of the evidence. So in particular, related to the blinding of patients and providers. For some therapies such as laser or ultrasound, the machine can be switched on but deactivated so that the patient doesn't know they're not getting an active dose. But in general, blinding patients and treatment providers so they don't know what the patient is receiving is difficult compared to drug trials where you can give the patient a dummy or placebo drug. So for example, if a treatment provider is an inherent part of the treatment delivery, such as with psychological interventions or manual or hands-on therapy, it's very difficult to blind both the treatment provider and the patient. This meant that only 22 of the trials had a placebo adjunctive therapy. There were other elements of trial design, such as randomization, that were either poorly done or just not explained very well in the trial reports. Thanks. So let's move on to the findings of the review. Do you want to pick out the ones that you would say would be the most important? Yeah, so I'll start with the placebo-controlled trial. So this is where we compared the adjunctive therapies used with exercise against the placebo adjunctive therapy with the identical exercise. We found that the differences for pain and physical function were not clinically meaningful in that short term, so up to six months after treatment. And very few of these studies measured other outcomes such as quality of life. When we compared the adjunctive therapies with exercise against the identical exercise only, so there was no placebos, we also found that any differences in pain or physical function were not clinically meaningful. However, five studies did show that overall improvement in their condition as rated by the patients was significantly higher with the adjunctive therapy. So in general, it doesn't look that promising for these therapies. But also, what about safety? Did you find any evidence on complications or adverse events? Well, only eight of the 62 trials measured adverse or unwanted harmful events. The most common adverse events reported were increased pain, stiffness or swelling. And the number of adverse events when using these additional therapies with exercise was similar to when using the sham therapies with exercise. However, it was generally unclear if a reported adverse event was due to the exercise therapy part of the intervention or the adjunctive therapy part of the intervention, or even if it was directly related to treatment. Thanks. So overall, then, it's a, it's a big review. What would your take home messages be for practice and for research? When we look across all of the therapies in the 62 trials that we included, using adjunctive therapies alongside land-based exercise therapy for hip or knee osteoarthritis really produced no added improvement in pain, physical function or quality of life compared to using the exercise alone and really up to that six months after treatment. However, there might be a slight clinical benefit for adjunctive therapies plus exercise compared to exercise only when it comes to patient-reported global assessment. But this was based on a smaller number of studies. 
I think for future research, it would be good to see longer term follow up because most studies to date have really only evaluated short term effects with little evaluation beyond six months. Thanks, Helen. It sounds like a really interesting, really challenging and large review. If people would like to read it for themselves, where can they find it? Thanks, Mike. Yeah, the review is published online in the Cochrane Library, which is at cochranelibrary.com. And the review can be found by typing a search for adjunctive therapies for osteoarthritis.